All right, what is up, my brothers? I'll be talking about spotting scams and the cult members that shill them. And there's going to be some discussion around cryptocurrency in this. So it's probably going to take me a little longer to get through all this material. I was It was brought to my attention a few days ago that there was a video made and uh, it's basically targeted to my audience. I'm going to show you the video. And um, it's really just a shill, a scam. And uh, I think as a dude, you need to get yourself sorted and squared away on spotting scams. Um, I've been on this earth for quite a few decades now, and I've been scammed, and I've learned how to spot scams. And there's a reason why I stay away from them. Um, some of the smarter followers of mine have, have said to me when I've met them in person, they tackle problems in life by using a filter they call, what would Rich do? <laughs> Which is somewhat flattering, but I'm going to show you why you need to pay attention to this crazy ass world and uh, not be taken advantage of. Um, where do we start? Oh man, there's so much to go through on this one. I guess we'll start by saying hit the like button for the algorithms. And then we'll hop into this uh, notion. So one thing I noticed when I was doing my research, because if I put out a video, I'll, you know, if I want to talk about a topic, I'll go deep on it before I even present anything. Um, I don't do that on other social media. Twitter, I'll just, whatever, somebody sends me something, share it on the fucking thing, I laugh at it, whatever. But something like this, I always want to make sure that I'm, I'm providing the best value possible because that's what you guys have come to know me for. So one of the common things that I've noticed as I was going through all this material and I spent hours at it, it was so fucking painful, dudes, is that gullible get rich fast type of people. Get rich fast. Okay, let's do that in quotations. Like these type of people all have one thing in common. They're not physically fit. Because in order to, like there's absolutely no way that you can shortcut to physical fitness, to optimum health, good blood labs, strength, looking good naked, you know, masculinity, broad shoulders, narrow waist. There's, there's no fast way to get there. It's, it's work. It's the repetitions. It's the meal planning. It's the rest. And then doing it all over again for three, four years before you start to see some real results, 10 years before you really start to carry something, 20, 30 years before it's a lifestyle, right? But get rich fast type of people, you can spot them easily. In my opinion, one of the big, 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 big giveaways is they're not physically fit. They just aren't because they, they, they're not the type of people that want to put in the work to get the results. They're the kind of people that if they see an ad that says, take this pill and you'll lose 20 pounds in three days or rub this cream under your eye and you'll wipe away 20 years of wrinkles. Those are the guys that like buy into those um, get rich fast type of schemes because they're the more gullible ones. I'm just going to say it. So this podcast is called Playing to Win. And you guys have seen me talk to quite a few interesting guests. I think it's been a couple of years now I've been running it. And I'm starting to do more solo shows, which I am enjoying. I'm seeing a, you know, like a fit to like drop these into my regular streams and other things that I do, whether it's in the car or just, you know, short stuff that goes out on the other, um, you know, platforms and, and panels and stuff. Yeah, but... Uh, Anyway, so I just tweeted that out before I started the show. So if you're coming in, welcome. Let me show you what started all of this. 
So I got a video forwarded to me and I'll put it up on the screen and share it so you guys can also hear it. So we'll offer some fair commentary on it. Uh, share screen, Chrome tab. Okay, and share. All right, so let's just put this up over here. Uh, how do we put it up here? Come on. There we go. Thing doesn't like to cooperate. So I got this sent to me earlier this week. And this kid, um, I'm calling him a kid because he's 17 or something like that. So this kid did a, uh, a video titled Richard Cooper isn't talking about this. And then it follows with Pulse Chain and Pulse X, uh, which is tied into a fella named Richard Hart and a cryptocurrency called Hex. The symbol is H-E-X. So this guy puts out this video and somebody sends it over to me. They say, hey, you might want to check this out. And I don't usually have much time for these, but I saw a young man talking, you know, about something that I uh, happen to know about. So I checked it out. I'll play it for you now. So let's go through it together. Um, let me know if the volume's not high enough when I hit play. But in order to get through this a little bit faster, actually, before we... Can we go to his channel here for a sec? Let's just see what his channel is. So he has um, mostly videos on a cryptocurrency called Hex and pretty much everything. Um, accumulating wealth. He's talking about this thing, 10,000 Xing, 10,000, 5,000 X, 10,000 X for this one. Um, it's got some other videos on life, don't take profits. There was one here where he said he wanted three wives. You have to scroll down. For, oh, here it is. I want three wives. Then he has another one about being a virgin and fapping. Anyway, so this, this video here is sent over to me. And let me just zoom it in a little bit. <clears throat> um, and the title says Richard Cooper isn't talking about this. And it's got a thumbnail with my image on it. Okay, so I mean, like right away, I'm like, okay, what do we got here? You know, whenever somebody does that, they're 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 basically clout chasing, right? Like, I saw this a lot in the in the Mano Swamp. Is you put out some good videos, you have a following, you know, so all of a sudden you now become a target of of people that want to chase up against your clout by using your image and your brand, and it's and it's fair game, right? Like, you know, I don't really care. It, it's it's not something that I put as much thought into as other people it's like cool you know whatever but this is the first one that i've seen with a guy talking about a cryptocurrency and a um, um a project which i'm not a big fan of so let's just play this and see what he's got here for hey us hey guys i'm dedicating this video to richard cooper's followers i want to show you guys an opportunity of a lifetime this is an investment opportunity that will make you life-changing gains so right off he he's he's kicking off this video is for richard cooper's followers and i have an investment opportunity that's going to change you for a lifetime really the problem with youtube is there's it's it's completely permissionless you know for the most part is anybody can just upload a video on on something and deem to be an expert um generally speaking if i watch anything that's advice based like if i want to learn about money i'm paying attention to guys like ray dalio you know that's just me though so let's play this through Not financial advice, wink, wink. But basically, 100 extra money. 
a thousand extra money. And I'll, I'll, I'll show you right now. I'll talk about it. But before we talk about that, that opportunity, uh, I want to talk about who's Richard Cooper and uh, what he did for me. So Richard Cooper is a red pill guy. He was a beta pleb, divorced, got divorced, raped, and then found the red pill. Found the red the red pill fucking got the programming for the red pill and became a fucking giga chat fucking giga chat you know he has the he has the money what do you say he called me a beta pleb part covered he has the fitness part covered he has the mindset uh, part covered so he's a superior man that's my three pillars of a superior man he had uh, he had the fastest he had one of the fastest growing uh, businesses in canada for like multiple years he was making big bucks like in the millions like tens and millions like tens of millions i think like 50 million dollars <laughs> i'm not sure like the correct number but he was he made big bank with his business so apparently I made big bank with my debt relief business and made tens of millions or 60 millions. Um, this guy knows everything about me. <laughs> but then he retired, gave that business to his brother. He now just, you know, lives life. He he now helps other men uh, get red pill. He programs other That's men. That's not what happened. But, that. okay. but he drives a fucking McLaren. He's a G. Like he's the one who created me. Yes, he I basically, am. He's the one who programmed me. Uh, before I knew, he's my basically my second uh, father figure. He's my internet father figure. Okay. If it wasn't for me, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Like, if I if it I wasn't for Richard Cooper, that. I would be some fucking seventeen year old beta pleb, lost in life and not knowing what to do. But because of him, okay. So he's, you know, he's fluffing me up, right? Because he's because he's now going to use my name and brand to shill his shit to other people. <laughs> this kid is not fully unplugged, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about you know the the um, you know the avatar in a bit. But let's just get through all this. His programming that he red pilled me and that opened up so many doors to me. Uh, I became a superior man. Like I have all the superior programming and now I'm doing the work. So he thinks he's a superior man putting his entire nest egg into a shill coin, a shit coin basically. Yeah. Let's keep going. He's going to be bragging about this in a couple of years back when I look back at this video no, I won't. and he's going to know me. I'll show him. We're going to look back together and he's going to be bragging about me that he was the man who made me, who basically started Nikita Russo off. I would never he's take bragging. ownership for a guy oh, like look, you, buddy. Nikita Russo was, look, I fucking programmed Nikita Russo. I was the reason that he's where he's at. And the man he is. So thank you, Richard Cooper. You program me for success, and I'm going to give you glory. So yeah, let's begin. Glory. glory. By the way, uh, before we get started, uh, buy Richard Cooper's book. If you're not red-pilled Yes, yet, you should buy the book. Maybe sound gay or red-pilled, but whatever, bro. Like, get red-pilled, motherfucker. But Unplugged Alpha, go buy on Kindle. Nine bucks. I bought this when it came out December 12, 2020. 2020. It's a must read. Read this book, and after start watching Richard Cooper's channel to get more programmed. Or you can talk to me on my Discord. So let's begin. So... People people laugh when I stream a, like a like a YouTube video for commentary and like feedback because they're always like, Rich, you're loaded. Why don't you buy a, a better internet plan? I literally have the fastest plan they offer in my area. It's it's retarded fast. Okay, it's just this is how it works on stream here. So just roll with it. What are the investment opportunities I'm talking about? I'm talking about PulseX and PulseChain. Now I don't know what level you are, guys. I don't know if you guys have seen like Boiler Room, but this guy reminds me of. Um, that uh, character that Giovanni played. I got an investment opportunity of a lifetime, except for he's doing it on YouTube and, he, and he's trying to sell it to my audience. Oh, and he's 17. But I don't want to make this video too long, but basically Pulse Chain is like Ethereum and Pulse Eggs is like Uniswap. And what, are, what is Pulse, what is uh, Ethereum, what is Pulse, uh, what is Uniswap? Ethereum is, uh, is the second biggest, probably it's the I'm most useful blockchain. The, actually, the one is use, uh, useful. Bitcoin is useless. It's a score of value. It's shit though. But Ethereum is the basically the, First, the first thing a cult will do is they'll try to disqualify its competition. And Bitcoin is the only one that's widely accepted. Um, it's the number one coin for a reason. Institutions are already um, putting them into ETFs, funds, pension funds, wherever they can legally around the world. You know, there's some provinces, states, and countries that are a little further behind. 
but for for the statement to be made that it's a shit coin and it has no value big red flag right there right like that's like saying uh cristiano ronaldo is a shitty football player like he's got he's got no reason to be there you know he's a he's a shitty player he's a shit coin <laughs> the best blockchain in the world well the most used one soon paul shane will be that so Ethereum, Ethereum is a blockchain, yada, yada. You guys know, you probably heard of Ethereum, even the uh, platforms. But Uniswap, Uniswap, and, and Polchain is a fork of Ethereum. That means uh, that Richard Hart copied the uh, Ethereum code and made Polchain, but it's better. There's better uh, tokenomics and the reasons behind it, why it's going to do so good and why I'm recommending it. Uniswap is a decentralized exchange. The token actually doesn't do anything. It's a duct tape token. Remember, this is a 17-year-old that's that's offering you investment advice. It doesn't do anything. Like, it doesn't, like Uniswap token and Uniswap are like completely different. Like They don't really do anything. But basically, they don't work together, basically. Uniswap is a decentralized exchange. Just think of this as Coinbase on a blockchain for Ethereum. So that's what, so Polchain is like Ethereum. It's a copy of Ethereum. And Polsex is a copy of Uniswap. So we got that out of the way. Now, before I get more into into detail, uh, I think Richard uh, Cooper thinks Richard Hart, the founder of Hex, Polchain, and Polsex. Uh, I, th I heard some. Uh, I heard in a live stream I was watching that he doesn't like Richard Hart or Hex. I think he thinks Hex is a scam or something, like a Ponzi scheme. But he's wrong. Like He is wrong. So I've never called it a Ponzi scheme. I just said I don't trust the guy. And I, I got to that point by getting scammed by a lot of people throughout my life. I know how to spot a scammer. The first thing that I'll notice is they're, they're not physically fit because only physically fit people will put in the work. This dude's fat, right? Also the way he presents himself, which I'll show you in a little bit once we get through this guy's video, but he's, he's somebody that just like, you know, set off alarm bells and red flags. and like, nope, not interested in that project. No, thank you. Right? Wrong. He I know more about crypto than he does. Like I, I did more fucking research. Like I'm into this shit. He, he's the thing with uh, Andrew Tate and like uh, Richard Cooper, like basically successful guys who have already have a lot of money and they don't really need to think about money is they don't pay attention to opportunities. They're not as laser focused as I am. And they don't know as much as I do because I'm broke right now. I only have 12.5 K <laughs> that I invested into this life changing opportunity. 12.5 K to my name, my life. So, so he's put $12,500 into this investment opportunity, his entire life savings. So he's telling you to trust him because he's putting a hundred percent of his net worth into a shitcoin. So, I mean, why wouldn't you trust him? He's putting his money where his mouth is, right? And then he goes on to say something along the lines of Rich Cooper and Andrew Tate don't understand opportunities like this because I'm broke and only I can spot them. You think that guys with money got to having money and increasing their wealth by being idiots? Making wealth takes time, right? And not all opportunities are, you know, fast. But the way that they're portraying this one, it's it's ridiculously fast. Like they're making claims of five or ten thousand X over the course of um, 0.5 years, I think was one of the ads. I'll show you uh, I'll show you what that looks like. So this kid who's got twelve thousand five hundred dollars into this. Let's just go. Um, oops. Let's just go five thousand X. Let's just go conservative. Right, so that's uh, three, four, that's $62 million, okay? $62.5 million. So do you really think that you're gonna invest $12,500 and in two and a half years come back with $62,500,000? I was listening to an audiobook this weekend on personal finance and Warren Buffett, um, you're not gonna believe this. I think he's worth, Eight, what is it, 80 billion? Let me just double check right now. Let's just find out what Warren Buffett is worth, shall we? What is Warren 
Buffett. Buffett buying is the first question that they're looking for. You always got to laugh at the uh, recommendation. So he's worth $111.8 billion as of 2022. And I, I think when he was in his 40s, um, if I'm not mistaken, 40, like mid 40s, that um, book, it's called um, Your Next Five Moves, Patrick Beck David. Um, it's a good book. I definitely recommend it. I, I, I've been talking to his crew about doing a uh, collab. So that'll happen soon, I'm sure. But um, he was worth about $40 million. And I don't know how old is he now, 85 or something like that. But he turned $40 million into $111 billion over that period of time. That's about 45 to 55 years. I'm not sure of his exact age, but that's somewhere between 45 and 55 years. So this, the 17 year old's telling you, telling my audience to buy this shit coin, which is gonna turn 12,500 into 62,500. And that's only the 5,000 X estimation. The other estimation that I saw was 10,000 X, which would bring you up to 12, sorry, 112 million. That's a fuck ton of money. So get excited, right? Like that's the whole pitch, like get excited about this. I say I'm 17, almost 18, but they don't have a keen eye. Like don't, they don't have laser fucking vision, laser. Yes, I don't have a keen eye. That's how I got this far. Focus and seeing a spotting opportunity. Basically, what I'm saying is Richard Cooper is wrong about hex, Paul Shane, and Paul's hex. And any argument he has, I can destroy it. Like, like, I'm right. He's wrong. Like, hex and Paul Shane and Paul's hex is good. I just wanted to make that clear. Maybe he watches this. He says, oh, hex is a scam. Richard Hart is a scam. No, he's not. But basically, let's begin. So why is Paul Shane and Paul's hex going to do so well? This is the new investment opportunity. This is what we got to focus on, even, the, uh, even if hex is a thing right now. You can buy hex right now, which that's the part of the plan right now. So uh, before we get started with Paul Shane and Paul's hex. You'll notice um, there on that other slide, it uh, indicated a APY, I think, of 38% average. I've seen other ads uh, posted, and I'll show it to you on another page in a bit, where they promised 40% APY. Uh, Richard Hart is the founder, as you probably already said. But Richard Hart is the founder of Hex, Paul Shane, Paul Sex. Go give him a watch on uh, YouTube. That's not his real name, by the way. It's something like Schuler. Uh, apparently, he grew up in Florida as a Jehovah's Witness, if I un understood that correctly. He has a Twitter, too. But basically, so Paul Sex and Paul Shane are new coins. They haven't came out yet, and uh, it's rumored that Paul Shane is coming out uh, in the end of May, summer in May, which is this May. So in the next two weeks. Now, Paul Shane uh, and Paul Sex are new cryptos, and they have a lot of people backing it. There's a lot of people waiting for Paul Shane. Like, uh, Paul Shane was supposed to come out nine months ago, eight months ago. So he's saying a lot of people back it, but the fact of the matter is that Richard Hart owns 88% of all HEX tokens. Um, sorry, I should clarify. Um, that's, that's what the uh, article that summarized the entire position of Hart concluded. Um, they don't admit who owns these um, wallet addresses. I've seen interviews where he's like, well, I may own them or I may not own them, but I'll break it down for you. But there's there's somebody that owns 88% of the HEX tokens. And you know, you can guess who that probably is, right? The sacrifice phase, it's basically the sacrifice phase. It's basically a way for you to get in early, basically at a VC level, like uh, initial coin offering, initial public offering, but basically retail. It was open to everyone. Uh, I got in into Pulse X, I missed Pulse Chain. But you can't do this anymore. Do not go here. Do not send your money here. It is over. Don't don't sacrifice any of your money. But I just want to get that out of the way. So how many people sacrificed and basically got in Paul Shane and Paul Sex? Well, 78,000 people, wallets, 78,000 wallets got into Paul Shane. 141,000 people, 141,000 people got into Paul, Shane, uh, Paul Sex. So why am I saying this? I'm basically stating, I'm basically talking about why uh, Paul Sex and Paul Shane is going to do so well and uh, why it's going to be a success. So I just told you about that Paul Shane has 78,000 people sacrificed for it. So that's 78,000 wallets. Those wallets can be different from people like... But there's more, there's pools, basically 78,000 people sacrificing got into Paul Shane. 
141,000 people got into Pulsex. So we have a big, big community waiting for Pulsex and Pulsex. So we have users. And there's other things. It gets better. So basically, we have a community. Pulsex is not going to be an empty ball chain. Okay, we got that out of the way. So out of all of those people, there's one person that owns 88% of the tokens. Who do you think is going to make all the bank off this? Second thing. So this is a testnet right now, uh, Pulsex and Pulsex. So Pulsex, the tokenomics of it, they're both deflationary. So all the coins that come out day one are going to be, is going to be deflationary. No more new coins are going to ever come out of existence. You'll never be able to get one, uh, uh, you're never going to be able to get, uh, there will never be another Pulse chain token. There will never be another Pulsex token. They're deflationary. Ethereum is inflationary. They have blocks that pay rewards in Ethereum, block rewards. Bitcoin is inflationary too. They're not deflationary. They're not a deflationary asset. They're inflationary. Every time a block gets mined in Ethereum, Bitcoin, new Ethereum and new Bitcoin comes out. For Pulse chain, it's a proof of stake system. And how validators get paid is there's transaction fees. So basically, whenever you do a transaction on the blockchain, you pay a gas with a native token, and that native and that gas goes to the validators, and they get rewarded. So there's no uh, there's no inflation. There's ever there's never going to be another pulse chain token. There's never going to be another pulsex token. Never. So that's the first tokenomics that makes it pump. The second thing is uh, on pulsex there's a buy and burn. So uh, whenever it generates fees, the pulsex buy and burn, it basically buys up the price of pulsex. There's a bot that goes into pulsex and buys up pulsex and burns pulsex. So basically, pulse chains uh, what's called supply keeps going down. And that's the that's the only thing about it. That's the fundamental. There's other things. There's advanced things. That makes so he, so he goes on to explain all the reasons why. But the fact still remains: eighty-eight percent of the tokens in existence, because he's saying that they don't make any more. So eighty-eight percent of the available inventory is basically owned by one person. That doesn't sound very decentralized to me. Makes it more fundamental too. But Pulsex has the bind burn that buys the price of Pulsex and burns it, so it removes price. So price pumps up and it's it's removed. So it's going to do crazy numbers. That's one of the tokenomics, and it's 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 that's the tokenomics. So, and uh, so why is Polychain and Pulsex going to be widely adopted? Why is it going to be so successful? Like even on top of this, well, because we have the world's largest airdrop called well, it's the world's largest airdrop. So Polychain is a fork of Ethereum. It's a full system state fork. That means the whole system, uh, the whole Ethereum blockchain is getting copied over. So every Ethereum user on Ethereum will get a copy of their coins. So as you see on my MetaMask, if I switch to Ethereum, that. Any Ethereum uh, coins that you hold in your MetaMask or in your wallet, like anything, uh, if you hold it in a private key in, in your private wallet, not on your uh, Coinbase or your whatever else, but you got to hold it in your uh, wallet, personal wallet, you'll get a copy. Everyone, every Ethereum user will get a copy of uh, of their copies. Everybody's going to get a copy of their Ethereum assets on Pulse Chain. So let's say I have, I have 53,000 hex right here. And uh, whenever the Pulse Chain comes out, everybody's going to get 53k hex. Or if you have like Chainlink, whatever tokens you have on uh, your Ethereum uh, wallet, you'll have them on your Pulse Chain. You ever hear that saying? Um, I think we did it on a Unplugged Alpha show in the last couple of weeks. Occam's Razor, you know, the concept of, you know, I think it was Winston Churchill that said, if you can't, you know, explain something simply. No, it wasn't Churchill, it was Einstein. If you can't explain something simply, then you don't understand it, right? Like, uh, bullshit baffles brains. Blah, 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 Let's just completely brush over the fact that the guy that set up this token has a bit of a peppered past and somebody owns 88% of the tokens that are minted. On your Polychain network. So if you if you hold a Shiba Inu, if you hold Chainlink or any other Ethereum asset in your fucking in your own private uh, wallet, you'll have them copied over to Polychain. Now, what is this going to do? This is going to bring people over because it's basically free money. There's it's, there's going to be value like, oh, but you're printing currency out of thin air. Oh, you're just copying the free coins. Oh, <clears throat> that's not going to have any. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> free money? Money, money has never been free. <laughs> the only t look, you know, when I was a kid, uh, Canadian Tire is a retail store here. You know, the Canadian folks here watching the show will understand. Just think of like Lowe's, Home Depot, something like that, like a hardware store. It sells everything, tires, batteries, car shit, whatever. 
appliances. They used to give out this paper money. It was like free money. So you'd spend like, I don't know, a dollar and they would give you like paper money that said five cents on it or something like that. And the vast majority of that was never used. It was thrown in the garbage. Um, you know, there were people selling it online for like 10 cents on a dollar, you know, so the, the people that were eager to get their hands on it, they would, uh, they would use it and buy stuff. But anything that's free generally doesn't have any value. Okay. So another good indication of a scam is, oh, you'll just freely make free shit. Just, you know, do this sacrifice or whatever the hell it is. And you'll make free shit. Any value. I made a video about it. You can watch it. I'm not going to describe it here, but they're going to have value. There's going to be free money for everyone to come into Paul and use it. And basically they're going to be incentivized. The whole Ethereum user base, which has 185 million. Uh this is what happens guys when you go like way too far with playing to win. Like this kid is so ego invested in like there's 19,500 tokens, completely ignores the top 10, completely ignores number one, says it's a shit coin. Goes all the way down to, where are we with Hex? What, what is this on the, uh, the list of tokens? Uh, ranked 201, goes all the way down to 201 on the list and says, this is the one that I want, right? Because this will be an easy, fast way to turn 12,500 into $62 million, right? I mean, that's what happens when you go too hard, man. And you don't stop to reflect. You just, like, you just can't put yourself in a position of exposure like this. I mean, look, kid 17, it's $12,500. Maybe he gets out, you know, at an up. Maybe he, maybe he doesn't, but it's going to be a $12,500 university tuition. I've lost money before on dumb shit, you know, been scammed by all kinds of stuff, been scammed by people, been scammed by corporations, been scammed by uh, investing advice many, many times in my life. So trust me, I know how to spot shit like this. Uh, wallets, individual addresses. Well, it's addresses don't mean like people, but because people have multiple addresses. But basically, the world's largest airdrop is going to basically incentivize 185 million addresses to come over and test out Polishing to get the free copies. So we have the tokenomics, we have the buy and burn on Polishing, and we have the burn on Polishing. So it's deflationary. The supply goes down, it pumps. So we have that. We have the world's largest airdrop that's going to bring 185 million addresses, Ethereum addresses, let's say 180 million people, over to Polishing because they have free coins on Polishing. So we'll get adopted. We'll get more users like that over time. As more people know about Polishing, like, oh, I have free money. Let me go to Polishing. Oh, what is this? What is Polishing? What is Polishing? What is Hex? And they buy it. So that's the marketing. And what else? Uh, well, it has lower gas fees, but you know, Binance has lower gas fees. Uh, fucking, like Phantom has lower gas fees, but our gas fees you know, are cheaper than them, but it's cheap. So that's the other point because, and it's a full. You can always spot a cult member because they're like our, like our stuff is cheaper, right? Like take, take my pill. <laughs> my pill is the one to take our pill, right? This is the, uh, what color is hex? Purple-ish? I don't know. Take the hex pill. System state forks. So basically, all the projects that are on uh, Ethereum that can't work because the gas fees are high, they can work on Pulse Chain. So more people come in. It's lower gas fees. And that's pretty much everything special about uh, Pulse Chain, really. Like, it, it has better tokenomics than uh, Ethereum. It's actually more better because it's actually decentralized. I don't want to get into that, like how uh, Ethereum 2.0... I hate to be a language Nazi, but whenever I hear it's more better... I just get like whatever. It could be because he's a Romanian kid and English may not be his first language, but. Staking, it's not gonna fix fees, it's not gonna do anything. It's, and it's gonna be more uh, centralized because you need 32 Ethereum to stake. It sucks, Polishing is way better. It's basically, just think of Polishing as ETH 2.0, but on steroids, it's way better. So, I mean, what else is there to talk about? I told you about Polishing, PulseX. If you have any questions, please join the Discord. I, I talk on here every single day, 12 a.m. Eastern uh, time. I talk on them, you can ask me questions and I can help you. And you can watch my videos and get to know more. Like I made a video about. And again, one of the hallmarks of a cult is join my Discord, join my whatever. It's like 
I remember when I was a kid and the Jehovah's Witnesses were still walking around the neighborhoods, knocking on doors on, you know, the weekends trying to sell you, to, you know, to join their club. It's, you know, it's the same thing. Like, you know, these are the benefits, you know, come over here. I'll answer your questions for free. I'm a good guy, blah, 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 blah. Oh, uh, uh, let me just go look. I mean, it's somewhere around here. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? What is Paul Shaney's 10,000 X? What is uh, Paul X incoming? 10,000 X incoming. What hex? What is hex? Hex is a CD. I don't, want, I don't want to talk about hex, like what it is. I made a video about it. Well, I haven't actually made a video about it. But basically, Hex did a 10,000x. If you bought from the all-time bottom, yes. If you bought from the all-time bottom in 1.6 years, you would have got a 10,000x. That means if you put one dollar in, you would get a $10,000 back, easily. If you bought right here, you would get like a thousand x, like a, I mean a 2,000x from if you just bought here. If you accumulated your shit here, if you got in early, you would have got 2,000x. Uh, if you got in here, I think it would be like 120x. Uh, I'm not sure. We can actually do the math. You would get a 506, uh, 560x if you bought here. So it did well. This is, but I don't want to like get it, make this video any longer. It's already 15 minutes. But what did I talk about? I talked about why Paul Six. Sounds pretty impressive, eh? He's got the chart to prove it. We'll have a user base at the launch because people sacrifice for it. You can't sacrifice for it, by the way. By the way, so don't sacrifice. You'll lose your money. So we're we're gonna have a user base because people sacrifice for it, and you see the numbers: 141k people sacrifice for Paul Six. So we have a user base. We have the tokenomics to pump. Where we have the buy and burn on Paul Six. We have a uh, burn on Paul Chain, which means. Supply goes down, and for Pulsex, it burns up, and actually, it burns up and buys up the price, so it pumps Pulsex. Like, the Pulsex system pumps itself up. So we have those tokenomics. And third, we have uh, the world's largest airdrop that's going to be the whole marketing shtick behind Pulschain. Like, oh, come get your free money out of Pulschain. You got to use it. Ethereum users, come over. Use Pulschain. We'll get it like we'll, we'll get more people like that. And it has lower fees, which is always enticing. And that's basically it. I mean, there's really nothing else. Like, uh, I don't know about, like, I don't know Richard Cooper's portfolio. Not portfolio. Uh, like, I know he holds Bitcoin and shit. Uh, he, like, stakes on Celsius and, like, He's a little bit of a crypto newbie. Like, I know more than him. But... <laughs> like, I know more than him. <laughs> I don't know what his portfolio is. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if Richard you got Cooper's a lot of kids, man. They're so innocent. Uh, I don't know how much... Where I was getting at is, I don't know what Richard Cooper's, like, net worth. I don't know how much coins he holds. I don't know, like, what's his net worth. Like, how much is a person worth? How much is Richard Cooper worth? Like, Look, unless you have to publicly declare it, like a guy like Warren Buffett... You should you should never declare your net worth publicly. That's just a stupid move. How's his investment portfolio worth? I don't know how much that is. But if it's anything under fifty million dollars, sixty million dollars, eighty million dollars, uh, in the next five years, <laughs> in the next five years, uh, crazy numbers. Like this is going to do crazy numbers. It's going to be worth millions and millions of dollars if this succeeds, which it should. So if Richard Cooper doesn't take this opportunity, I'm probably going to be worth more than the guy. So I don't know what's going on here with that chart, but. Actually, before I switch over, let me just play it to the end because there's another minute. Way fucking less money. He can like mock the shot at me if he puts his amount of money. Like, Richard Cooper has more money than me. A fucking thousand times more money than me. I only have 12.5k money, which I sacrificed all into Paul Sex and Liquid Loans. Another thing on uh, Paul Shane that's coming out. But uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. But uh, this shit is going to do very awesome. It doesn't show you the whole awesome. chart. Gonna I'm going to show you the whole chart in a minute. Success story. I'm going to look back at this video. And hopefully Richard Cooper and hopefully you uh, guys who follow Richard Cooper are now aware of this opportunity. So you're welcome. But yeah, there's really nothing else uh, to talk about. So thank you for watching. Let's wrap up. Richard Cooper is one of my father figures. This is the man that red pilled me and led me down the rabbit hole. Of okay. All right. That's enough. <laughs> He's just trying to pay some homage, which is fine. And, you know, by the way, guys, I'm not doing this as a hit video. I'm just I'm breaking something down. Okay. This is this is this is fair commentary on something that's relevant to what I deal with because I'm the Chase Excellence guy. I'm the do the work guy, but in the reps, right? Um, so let's share, stop screen and let's pull up the hex chart to see where they're at. Cause he didn't show you, he didn't give you a fair representation of hex by showing you that chart. All right, let's see if we can make this a little bigger for the screen. Come on screen, cooperate. 
There you go. Boom. Okay, so this is so on Coin Market. Oh, well, it's it's gone up 106 coins since I looked at this last number of cryptos. This last time I looked was 19,500, and now there's 19,606. So in in the last few days, a bunch of people made 106 new cryptocurrencies. That's that's how common this shit is. Okay. So this is the full chart on Hex. It started over here. If you're one of these people that got in over here, good for you, good for you over here. There's a big buying bump, another big buying bump, another big buying bump. These are all the early adopters, okay? Um, there's 88% there's of the tokens held by one individual purportedly, which means all of these big buying bumps over here in the early phases probably amount to another 5% of all the tokens. And they're probably buddies of whoever you know created this whole thing. Some people call this a rug pull. They call it a, a pump and dump. And then here's a chart, right? So you're basically saying, oh, you can make a 10,000x. Yeah, if you measure from here to here, which was in September of 2021, if you're one of these guys, good for you. You know, you probably turned $12,500 into $62 million if you were one of these early adopters over here. But look at the trend of this chart since then. Since 2021... It's just gone in the toilet, man. It's worth seven cents. Everybody that I talk to that's been all, you know, up and up, you know, up and up about Hex to me has been complaining to me the last uh, little while. The, um, the guy that was filming my um, uh, Heroes trip, so the highlight reel that you saw on my channel in the last couple of weeks, um, the 1% Heroes trip, um, he was just going on and on about it, right? I hate it. Stupid can't believe I fell for it right so this is where some people are now that bought up in the hype right this is where most of the buying happened like look at these buying uh, pyramids over here look at them all there's one over here there's a big one over here there's a big buying pyramid over here there's a couple over here you know at this time these are all people that like bought into the idea that you buy this stuff and you stake it for 38 or 40 percent and sacrifice it and lock it up and all this shit and I'll explain how it works in a minute but all these people, like these guys over here did okay if they got out. These these buyers over here, because the price is going up, so I know these are buyers. You know, these are not sellers, okay? All these buyers over here, these are all the people that got fucked. Because look at the price of the token now. So I don't, I don't know what the lockup period is, if it's a year or two or whatever the hell it happens to be and, you know, what you lose to unlock early. But there's clearly a locking period based on the way that it's been explained. Anyway. So you don't get the whole chart from this young fella. Um, so that's the end of it. He just basically goes on to say, you know, he really likes my content and I've changed his life and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, like everybody takes, everybody interprets what I talk about in their own way. And like, I feel somewhat responsible for this kid because he's watched so much of my shit and he's like, I owe my success to him. And, and his big idea of success is, putting his life savings, which isn't a lot. I mean, at, at 17, like who cares? $12,500, he'll make that back in no time, you know, if he loses it. But it'll, but it'll, it's going to hurt, right? Like I know what it costs for me when I was a teenager. When I was his age, I had a, a Suzuki Katana 600 motorcycle. I had my own car. I was paying for insurance on them. I had my own job and I was going to school and I was hanging out with friends. So basically my entire world would have, would have collapsed. All my savings, all my toys, you know, would have just been like, poof, see you later, bye. So, I don't know. Um, 
Got Jimbo in the chat saying, I think I almost got into Hex, didn't end up going into it, thankfully. And this kid is literally telling everyone they can easily get rich without developing any skills or producing nothing. It's literally crazy. Yeah, like, I'm not the only one that sees that. Again, you know, if you're one of these guys down over here in these buying bumps, right, back up on the, the screen, this buying bump, this buying bump, this buying bump over here, this big buying pyramid over here. If you're one of these guys and you got out over here, good for you. You know, congratulations. You timed it right. But all of these people during this time over here that are seeing these videos trying to, trying to recruit noobs, because that's what the video really is. He's trying to recruit noobs, you know, people that are in my audience that see my name in the title with my image to go check out what he has to say, promising, you know, 5,000x, 10,000x. So I take offense to that, right? Like I said before, there's, you know, there's no shortcut to success. There's only work. Every, everybody that you could point to that you'd call an overnight success, I guarantee there's 10, 20, maybe even 30 years of work behind that success that you only see today, right? You don't see all the mistakes along the way. You don't see the, the, the scars, the cuts, the sleepless nights, you know, the lawyers. You don't see any of that shit. And a 17-year-old kid who's only walked this planet for 17, year, 17 years is going to dispense legitimate advice on how to make money. Again, not, I'm not hating on the guy. It's like, dude, the hustle is impressive, but apply all of that energy somewhere else, you'll be far better off. All right, so let's remove this over here and throw in this article. So I had to watch a lot of shit, guys. I'm going to be honest to get, to get to all this information. But I took offense to, you know, targeting my audience to try to, you know, shill them your bullshit. So let me throw this up on the screen. And I try to be fair in all my assessments, right? Like I'm going through YouTube, I'm going through Google searches. And I'm looking for people that are promoting it. And I'm looking for people that are um, breaking it down. Basically, if you put something and then scam after it, you'll find, you know, your detractors. And if you just put the item there, you're usually going to find mostly promoters, right? So this is probably the best summary that I came across. I didn't find any promoters that were worth um, putting up on the screen in front of you because they all pretty much talk and act like this 17-year-old kid. Um, who invested his life savings into this sort of thing. Um, there's, there's not a lot of difference. But when you go on the other side of the equation, and everybody's got fans and everybody's got haters, right? Like I do too. But on the other side of the equation, you know, I found out this guy runs like a YouTube channel. Um, his past is a little bit peppered. I'll get into that a little bit as well. Uh, Sketchy-ish. And um, on, his, on his cast, he's, he's surrounded himself with, um, I don't know how to describe it, aside from pomp and circumstance right, which is an old British term. And he's got these like two towers behind him with watches in them. They're like probably somewhere averaging around half mil plus. Um, I'm not a watch guy, so I mean, you'll never see me wear a watch. watch. I'm, not, I'm not that into them. But um, just spinning around behind him like this on a carousel, um, you know, with a whole pomp and circumstance. And he's, and he's going on about how big his dick is all the time. Um, so... Anyway, let's throw this thing up on the screen. Share screen window. All right, so let's go here to the brilliant scam, apparently. Um, 
So if you just Google search Richard Hart's hex token is a brilliant scam, you'll, you'll find this article. It's on wantfi.com. Let me just go down to the TLDR for those of you that don't have the patience to um, hear me go through this and offer the feedback because there's a summary right at the bottom over here. Holy shit, there's a lot of comments. Really this many people? Um, where the hell? Oh, they're still commenting. Holy smokes. I'm sure my comments will be lit up with this one today. I want to say something about this. Okay, buddy. Holy freaking, what is going on with these comments here? There's a TLDR at the bottom. Okay, there it is. Ryan, TLDR main points. Uh, founder, Pat, so point, point number one, founders past involved many shady ventures, poor reputation in crypto community. Point two, uses uh, semantics and deception to sidestep legal requirements for the selling of securities. So this guy's smart and he's stupid at the same time. Um, I think when I clicked his Twitter, if I'm not mistaken, he has his um, IQ in there. Usually whenever you see somebody post, I have an IQ of 145. That, like those, I'm telling you, those people are insufferable. They're insane to be around. Um, uses semantics. Okay, so he's so he structured this in such a way, and I'll show you here that it that it appears to sidestep. Um, many requirements and takes advantage of many loopholes. Again, another big red flag. Uh, number three, purported interest returns are a loser. Excuse me, loser. To Excuse me, hang on a second. Tokens are just minted without revenue generation. Number four, entire value prop is onboarding new users to drive up token price, i.e. shilling. Now, that video that you just saw was an example of what that is, right? That's that like, you'll see loads and loads of that. You know, people on the street talking to each other, you'll find it on TikTok, you'll find it on social media. What they do is they mobilize the users of this product to try to recruit more persuadables to, to, to put more money and to drive up the token price, right? Because they don't make any new tokens according to this kid. So if you don't make any more tokens, and it, and it reaches uh, capacity, then, you know, the more users that come on will always drive up the price. I mean, it's one of the inherent um, benefits of Bitcoin is it's, is it's capped at 21 million, right? Or, yeah, 21 million. So number five goes on to say, not a technical Ponzi from outdated legal standards. So technically not defined as, but three and four make it effective Ponzi since if a product does not produce revenues, but is paying out returns, then the money can only come from other investors. So I suspect when enough people start complaining to attorney generals, um, state, federal level type of policymakers and lawmakers in the U.S. especially, this is when um, this project or whatever it happens to represent is going to have a problem. Until then, it's going to keep sailing, right? Uh, number six, incredibly vast marketing efforts worth millions of dollars to keep the scheme alive. And I know I have friends of mine that are watching this that are like, dude, I have hex. What the hell are you doing, Rich? It's like, I've told them, you know, from the get-go, right? Like, be careful. Number seven, founder controls 88% of the entire token supply and needs millions of new entrants to dump it all. So this is what I was talking about before. So let's get in all the details on this. Because, I mean, the article part of this is not as long as the discussion, but I guess that's what people like to do on the internet is they like to argue with each other on, on forums, right? <clears throat> all right. Do, do, do. Oh, we got we got our uh, 
we got our uh, content creator here in the the chat. He says uh, he's the guy that made that video. Just woke up and saw this and knew what it's all about. Charlie McGeller heavily invested in Richard Hart. You should get their opinion on it. I don't really care, dude. Um, I know Charlie and Miguel, and honestly, um, I know enough when I spot a shill and a scam and a cult just to not touch it. But you went out and you used my good name, my brand, to try to sell people this shit. So I'm explaining to people why you need to be careful with shills and scams and what they look like. It's a plain to win concept. You might learn something today, my friend. Pay attention. Uh, I don't have Hex or Pulse yet. Charlie Miguel are big into that project. And Richard Hart, just the FYI. Again, I don't care. Anyway, so let's go through this article. Uh, is Hex a scam? Is Hex crypto a pyramid scheme? Is Hex crypto a Ponzi scheme? We answer these questions through an in-depth discussion of this controversial cryptocurrency token. For starters, it's not a legitimate investment product. The Hex.com token should go down in the crypto textbooks as one of the greatest cryptocurrency scans in the history because it is heavily marketed with a huge shilling army, as we just saw an example of has a high interest rate hook to draw investors in and its main product feature is to create resistance to getting out of it because they lock your shit in and if you try to unlock it there's a penalty right 99% of cryptocurrencies are a scam i would i would agree with that cuz there's what is there there's 19600 and was it 19605 let's go actually let's go 99.9% .9 and that brings you to 19584 Wow, actually, hang on. Let me just double check that math because that doesn't seem to add up. That is a big-ass number. I thought that was wrong, but that means that there's there's potentially... No, no, this is not adding up. <laughs> Let's just say that 99% plus, right? 99% plus. Yeah, it's going to leave you with about 200 as legit, 200 legit projects. So the, so the chances of you winning on this and rolling the dice with a win is exceptionally small. Like those are not good odds. I mean, the odds of, of, of winning at, at this is probably better than winning at the lottery, right? If we're being honest. Um, so it's a, so it's a better gamble. And since they have an army shilling, recruiting new persuadables to put their money into this to drive up the price on something that has a limited supply, that's where that's where the value is built. Okay, so is it does it have some legitimacy? Yeah, I think it's I think it's structured very carefully. Actually, um, like I said, the guy that created this is brilliant and stupid at the same time. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Most, crypt most cryptocurrencies sell themselves to average crypto spe uh, speculators as being some utility token for an ecosystem that, has, that is going to be the next great thing, which it never pans out to be. These buyers are generally aware that they are gambling, and that is fine if they accept that. Like I said, it's, you know, it's like a gamble. Um, there, was this, uh, there was this stock very similar to the way this product was um, pushed out to audiences. Um, there's a diamond mine that I bought 97, 98, which was, you know, it's got the biggest reserves, the best funding, the better, the better equipment, blah, blah, blah. Penny stock, you know, you could buy it for cents on a dollar, like two or three cents at the time. It was like a fraction, tiny, tiny, tiny. 
And, um, you know, it brought in a lot of money. It was a pump and then it was a dump. The people that got in early made all the money and everybody else that piled in later lost out. I was one of the lose out guys, right? Anyway, uh, Hex is different because it's, it's, it's different. Yeah, they always, they always have differences to make it work. Hex is different because they are being sold as an investment furnishing returns, uses banking terminology, and is heavily marketed to the masses who haven't gotten into crypto yet, who don't know what to watch out for. That's a key point of this because everybody that I've heard promoting this is promoting it directly to that demographic. Just trust me. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my life savings into this. This is, this is not going to backfire. Look at these returns. If you got in here and got in here, you'd get 10,000x, right? It's the only cryptocurrency that I've ever heard of to use ads to market in magazines, buses, taxi, physical mail, hold shady airport seminars, and use TV to try to bring the whole new class of victims outside the regular cryptocurrency speculators. Examples will follow. All right. Uh, let's go back to big screen here. That's just the index. So this is one of the ads over here. Um, Hex stakes, uh, average 40% interest in the year, first blockchain, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so it's a token on the Ethereum network executed by a smart contract that the website advertises itself as a place to earn 40% per year with certificates of deposit. So these are called CDs in the financial world. You think that 40% per year interest is your first clue that this is a scam. To put it in perspective, um, usury lending rates here in Canada are set to... It's either 40% or 60%. I think it might be 40%. Um, so anything above that's considered loan sharking. So the payday loan companies here in Canada were slammed by the government um, over the last 8 to 12 years or so because the way they calculated interest exceeded the usury rate and they had to restructure their model. They were making bank, like serious bank. Um, I knew the, um, I, I'm not going to mention the company, but I knew a guy that, was running a payday loan company out in uh, Western Canada. That business grew from nothing to $150 million a year in sales. Um, crazy, right? 40% um, interest clue. So Axos Banks offers the highest savings interest rate at 0.61 for comparison, but wait till we dig into the hex details. Not the same thing, but sure, you know, it's a comparison, fine. Um, Hex has been very careful with the marketing language on the website and product designs uh, features to both appear legitimate and to avoid legal trouble. There is even an entire page on the Hex token dedicated to why the product isn't a scam and generously educates the reader on what technology constitutes illegal Ponzi schemes and pyramid schemes and why the product doesn't legally qualify. Usually legitimate investment products don't need an entire section educating you on scams and why their product doesn't meet the technology, the technical requirements. I'm going to say that again. Usually most legitimate financial institutions, investment opportunities don't need an entire section educating you on scams and why their product doesn't meet the technical requirements. Again, this guy's smart and stupid at the same time that set this thing up. This page might actually be targeted towards the SEC or other financial authority law enforcement officers that happen to come across a product to dissuade them from launching an investigation because it doesn't fit neatly into their predefined 1920 rules of Ponzi or pyramid schemes. Crypto is largely unregulated at, the, at this point in time, so a lot of sketchy stuff continues to exist out there in the world. With contracts being decentralized, it's hard to squash them out. This is the hex volatility bit. Uh, Hex is, is just like any other volatile cryptocurrency, unlike a typical bank CD price in dollars where your investment principle doesn't change. Here's a clue that 
Certificate of deposit is a poor name choice for Hex because the bank CD is impossible to lose money, which is not the case with later participants, as you can see the pump and the dump over here. Audited. Since it's marketed to lots of everyday people, I want to make distinction about what an audit on a cryptocurrency smart contract means since Hex mentions frequently in his marketing materials that three different auditors have audited its contract. To a layman, they might think that the statement means that a professional auditor like PricewaterhouseCoopers came in and reviewed it and found out it's not a scam or something to that effect, but that's not what it means. Auditing in the crypto world is where developers who specialize in cryptocurrency smart contracts evaluate the computer code for bugs. Having sound code doesn't absolve it from being a scam if this code was written to be a scam. Also, this is just based on Ethereum, right? Like there's nothing new here. It's, it's it, like Hex is essentially Ethereum and this new uh, sacrifice thing is going to bring them to what is that, which is essentially Uniswap. It's open source code. This guy steals it, uses it, calls it a new token, and then, you know, structures it and starts to sell it out. Okay. What's going on here in the chat here? Uh, SJ. Dever go through Hustlers U, a bud made bank. No, I get people sending me their uh, bullshit copywriting. Don't even get me started on people filling up my inbox with their offer with their three, what is it, a three email sequence? I get like three or four of those a day. You're not unique. You just blend in with all the other bullshit. I don't need you. Get rich with Hex Media. Okay, uh, IRA. Hex has been successful in convincing enough new buyers to drive the token price since inception, which is highly aggressive marketing tactics. So here's your marketing tactics, right? Up 38%, price went up 6,748 times. All right, so this is all the marketing material that we're talking about. Uh, hi, I'm Richard Hart. Dude looks like Mystery with that hat on from uh, Mystery Method, which is one of the characters from um, the game by Neil Strauss, like a pickup artist. Um, you see the similarities here, right? You know, between this and the Mano Swamp. Uh, hi, I'm Richard Hart. I funded the best asset in the history of the universe. <laughs> hi, I'm the best pickup artist. I'll teach you how to get all the girls, right? Hex.com is up 466,000% in 603 days. We are still pre-viral. The price is only up 26 cents. Imagine when more people discover what they've been missing and you can actually buy in easier. So magazine ad over here says the product went up 11,500% um, in only 129 days. And that does happen frequently in the, in the crypto world. I'm not going to lie. Um, if you're one of the early adopters, like if you're one of the creators of the project and you have a good marketing team and you can stand out from the other 19,604 tokens, uh, ads on the side of a bus, ads on the side of taxis, promising 11,500%. 11, Add on a, looks like a subway pillar in the underground. Hex's price went up 11,500% in 129 days. Uh, spotted in New York City. Hex long, oh, you can play this. No, it's just a screen capture. Um, what does it say up here? The Hex ad spotted and now hexagons, you know what to do. Shill, it says up there, okay. Uh, billboards on the side over here. Uh, getting going here in Dallas. Looks like some sort of conference. Side of a race car. <whistles> Hex.com, 38%. Uh, I don't know if that's, is that NASCAR? Dude, that's NASCAR. That is probably one of the most watched sports shows 
on the telly. Um, that's that's a lot of exposure. That would cost a lot of money to buy that. Just just that half of the car back over here. I don't know what that would cost, but that's a fuck ton of money. Um, again, uh, a lot a lot of heavy heavy money spent on advertising dollars. Um, those that haven't run a business don't know what shit like this costs. I don't know what the going rate on this is today, but half a page in a magazine, um, probably about ten grand when I was doing it. Um, side of a bus. I think I got a quote once to wrap a bus in downtown Toronto with advertising, 30 grand. Um, you know, you buy the space for a certain period of time. You pay it monthly. Um, I don't know what that space, you know, would cost, but um, that's a double-decker. And it looks like it's the only, I guess they don't wrap the whole bus over in the UK. They just do like the uh, red sides. Wrap taxis. Um, got to be 15 to 20 grand per taxi. I'm sure, I'm sure they hold on to the vinyl wrap for... A certain period of time, six months, 12 months. I don't know what that costs. Driving that truck around with uh, big screens on it. No idea. Anyway, you get the idea. Like there's a lot of money that goes into this. So let's go to the founder. The founder who goes by Richard Hart for marketing, his real name is Richard Schuler. I always have, I always struggle with people that use like pen names, man. Uh, I've, I've never seen it to the, to the degree that you'll see it in the Mano Swamp where nobody uses a real name. Like I, like I just, you know, people know that I'm Rich Cooper, right? I mean, you can Google me. You know, people Google my shit all the fucking time. Rich Cooper's company, Rich Cooper's girlfriend, Rich Cooper's net worth. You know, they always go looking for shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, when somebody uses a marketing name, um, you know, for their brand, I get that there's some that are interested in um, remaining anonymous because of the content that they may put out. Um, but... It's always a red flag now. There's nothing wrong with using a pen name except when the point is to hide a long history of shady businesses. That's one of the main re uh, reasons why people want to separate their business avatar from their life avatar. You know, you go looking somebody up and you find out that they have a long history of shady businesses, other scams, bankruptcies, like all kinds of stuff like that, right? Um, to the point of hiding a long history of shade, but involving spamming Viagra and anti-aging pills, which he was successfully sued for in the early 2000s and legal trouble in Panama. He was even spamming courses on how to spam and avoid paying taxes on the spamming earnings. Fear of missing out is a great sales tactic that Schuler uses uh, continuously in everything he is involved in. Here in 2003, he offers up what was a 23-year-old multimillionaire from spamming. And this is his ad copy. We kick your ass with our hacker-proof, anti-spammer-proof Chinese-based sales websites and are to move apart to Florida-based operation offshore, blah, 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 blah. My name is blah, blah, blah. He just goes on. And I'm inviting you to learn how to spam millions of people per day. Is this real? Like, is this, is this really in this guy's past? Running courses on how to spam millions of people per day with, with, with just like shit. Anyway, furthermore, his own blog documented other shady businesses such as selling stereo equipment, which he didn't own, and then turning around to giving the buyer subpar equipment. There was a scam that was run. So for those of you that don't know, I used to work in a stereo store when I was a kid. So I knew stereos. Like I TVs, like surround sound setups. 
One of my earliest fond memories was watching the original Top Gun. I think it was 88 on like a big ass Pioneer surround sound, laser disc, big ass 12 inch laser disc, like CDs. Some of you don't even see CDs today. You don't even know what the fuck they are, but CDs, but like 12 inches. And um, one of the things that you come to realize about stereo um, and stereo equipment is the heavier the speaker, the higher the quality um, the sound generally is because it's because it has to be heavy, dense wood in the cabinet and, and the speaker generally has to have a big magnet and magnets weigh a lot. So there was a scam that was going on. I don't know if this is the same scam that I saw, but they would go up to people in gas stations and shopping mall parking lots and say, hey, um, I'm just moving some inventory from one store to another. And they gave me one extra set of speakers and they're in the back over there. I just want to sell them, just make some quick money. They're totally legit. They're awesome brands, blah, 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 blah. And I got hit on by one of these guys. And obviously I'm not wearing a t-shirt that says I work at Stereoden or some shit like that. So I go over and check it out. And I'm like, you know, do you mind if I pick up the box? And I pick up the box because I was just legitimately interested in looking in the box, see what was in it. So I pick up the box and it's feather light. Okay. I've picked up speakers with a 15 inch woofer before and they weigh a fucking ton, right? Like you got to be strong to move that stuff around. Like it's one of the inventory things that I used to do. And I picked this box up like it was featherweight, like it was an empty box. And what they were doing was they were selling cabinets because how do you how do you test drive a speaker out of a trunk of a car? There's nothing to plug it into to make sure that it works. So they were selling empty wooden cabinets for whatever they could get. They would say, oh, it's three thousand dollars retail and they would go and sell it for like a thousand bucks cash if they could get it. And then this dope would take it home, take it out of the box and try to plug it into a stereo and nothing would come out because there was no speaker in it. Right. Because it was just a lightweight shit box. And they sold these to people that didn't know any better that didn't know that speakers are heavy as fuck, right? Anyway, let's keep going through this. Um, is a hard as well-known uh, scammer, especially for the people who have been in crypto space before 2017, dude is quite the history of scams and pumps and dumps. I've seen a few of those. I don't have all the time in the world to go through it. You can just Google hack scam and you'll come across or YouTube search and there's a lot of breakdowns. Uh, furthermore, his own blog. Okay, so the stereo business. Uh, does a scammer ever reform or are they always looking out for their next mark? Uh, who do you think he's looking for to make rich here, right? Uh, it's no surprise that crypto... Oh, let's go full big screen. Sorry, guys. It's no surprise that since the crypto world largely is largely unregulated and is like the Wild West, that he would have gravitated to this space to enrich himself and enrich he has. One of the ways he promotes Hex is by flashing Rolexes and Louis Vuitton luxury items and comically attributing them to his own product as if his wealth actually came from investing in Hex and not selling Hex to others. Upgraded some of my watches, 650,000 total in these. Hex.com is amazing. Louis Vuitton, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I get why people like watches. I, I don't know. It's like you're asking for trouble if you wrap 600 grand around your wrist, you know, and you walk around. Like, you got to be careful about where you wear that fucking thing. Anyway, uh, well, yeah, Hex.com has been amazing for him. Bernie Madoff, scam businesses, was amazing for himself and their early investors for dozens of years, too. BitConnect. Remember BitConnect? <laughs> BitConnect was a big thing in 2017. 2016-17 ran up BitConnect big time. That was like the biggest fucking scam in the crypto space. And OneCoin were also amazing Ponzi schemes for their creators. Again, this guy's really smart. He didn't structure it in such a way that it it currently passes for the definition of a, uh, a Ponzi scheme or a multi-level marketing or a pyramid scheme or any of those things. 
it doesn't it doesn't pass that you know definition so again do smart but stupid at the same time uh the point bears repeating how did richard hart make his money by selling millions of tokens he created out of thin air drops uh to poor saps who think that 40 percent a year returns can just be invented with a token and later sections will detail how the scheme actually works so the first point is a social media army right so again you know like that example of that video is like part of was like one of the many um grunts you know the ground troops that are putting out content to promote the product um so social media shill army he has he's had a pretty public persona for the last few years doing podcasts and showing up to cryptocurrency conferences and harassing presenters about their cryptocurrency backgrounds for instance when greg wright falsely claimed to be satoshi nakamoto the anonymous bitcoin founder Schuler, who was sitting in the front, very aggressively called him out on this front of the, sorry, in front of the whole crowd. This led to a big surge in social media followers. Ironically, he has been called basically anything other than Bitcoin a scam until he launched his own offering. Uh, since his large group of social media followers were the first ones to get into Hex and have, and have the most gain from the success, his product came with its own army of Hex shillers and defenders who call themselves Hexians. So, Let's say he brought in a hundred, a thousand of his most intimate followers, like these people that were in the big buy bumps early on. And they all know at least a few hundred people, right? And then they start shilling it. And then the people that buy it, it's so it's it's not set up like a pyramid scheme, but it works like a pyramid scheme, right? So his product comes with his own army of shillers and defenders who call them hexagons, sure sign of a cult, right? Like as soon as you start to define you know, what, what your group is all about, right? Like Manosphereans or some shit like that. Hexicans are a pretty toxic group and seem to take it personally if you say anything about anything bad about Hex. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're in the chat right now. Uh, of course, this makes sense since if you get in early enough on any scam, you two can make a lot of money at the expense of later investors and you want to protect your piles of gains. They roam around in social media advertising it to others and attacking anyone critical of it usually in coordinated brigades. I wonder if they're more coordinated than the woke brigade of Karens, right? Because whenever I put out like a tweet that says something like, hey, ladies, you want to keep a man around, be pleasant, know how to cook, have culinary skills, you know, be tidy, you know, be, uh, you know, be compliant, you know, just basic nice stuff. Like just be a nice person, basically. They lose their shit. And then the coordinated brigades of, of Karens will, uh, you know, just, just come at you. They'll just send their vile poison and shit. Let's see if these guys, uh, you know, behave the same way. Uh, they all seem to parrot each other from the same script. 100% uptime, no middlemen, you hold your own keys, okay? Uh, as if they don't understand that every token on Ethereum's platform has the same 100% uptime, and most tokens don't have middlemen either, since that's the actual point of a smart contract. Furthermore, getting a cold storage ledger wallet allows anyone to securely hold keys to any Ethereum token, and most other coins too. They follow the ABCs and are always looking for additional ways to market Hex to others, including creating thousands of Twitter accounts and YouTube videos. The odd thing is that they only ever talk about Hex. And you'll notice that about that kid's uh, YouTube feed is he's only talking about the one crypto. It's not like he's touching others. I follow cryptocurrency YouTube. Um, I follow some big accounts with people that I feel like I know, like, and trust. And they don't ever just shill one token. Right. Most of them are very interested in Bitcoin, Ethereum, and there's a handful of few other projects that can probably count on one hand. And that's really about it. Um, you know, that makes sense that have potential. 
But, you know, Captain 201 here on the list of 19,605 have an actual army that are uh, out there on Twitter and YouTube and social working on the persuadables. The odd thing is that they only ever talk about Hex and all have other Hex logos incorporated in their profile. One of the things that you'll notice about a lot of these Hex guys is they have um, the t-shirts, the jewelry, the earrings, you know, stuff like that. And they're all in the shape of like the Hex token. Um, you know, it's, it's again, it's, it's smart. So are they all just bots or, co or, or cult members? It's strange. I have not seen any other crypto community show as much as they do. It's true. Uh, like, again, there's 19,605 tokens. The only one that I hear from people about, oh, this is the next big thing that'll get you 10,000 X returns. All you got to do is this, that, and the other thing. And you too can have diamond watches and Lambo, right? Um, the funding was only trickling in for the first 50 days until someone gets who contributed about 400. Okay, this is what we're talking about documentary. The disclaimers, they got legal disclaimers. Pro uh, copious amounts of legal ease. The first year of Hex. Initial coin offering. This is all just standard shit. Instant user base through that IPO. Okay, so let's see what the referral stuff. Richard got a copy of adoption bonus and referral bonus. I want to go to the section. Oh, here we go. Marketing. It's the never-ending story here with this one. Hex not only has a lot of marketing through traditional print and online media, as I showed at the beginning of the article, but Schuler is also paid for professional press releases to show up on financial news sites with comical claims like Hex has the potential to eradicate middleman payment companies such as PayPal and Venmo, as well as impact credit card companies like Visa and MasterCard. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, there's a lot of sites where you can put out press releases where you basically... You say whatever the fuck you want. I mean, you write your own press release and then you pay a little bit of money and then you distribute it out on what's called the wire to all um, news stations and they all look at it, right? Because there's somebody that works there. I don't know if it comes in by email or by fax or how they still receive it, but there's somebody that works there that goes through every press release that's printed every day and decides what they're going to amplify on their uh, platform or maybe, you know, want to check in for commentary or, or something like that. So... Sending out press releases can be a very effective way to get the mainstream media to talk about your shit. So, uh, which it is a payment app, or so which is it a payment app or a certificate of de of deposit? In fact, Hex doesn't have the ability to do any of that because the infrastructure for sending tokens or payments comes not from his token, but from the platform his token is built on, Ethereum. It's simply a more grandiose claims to lure in buyers hoping to jump aboard the next Bitcoin. Tesla or transformative technology. This is like, you know, when somebody says, oh, dude, this this is like buying Bitcoin in, in 2010 for less than a dollar. Yeah, except for like Bitcoin actually works, right? And it's distributed amongst the people that own it, not 88% of it with one wallet address, right? Or with, or with one individual, according to this article. We'll get to that in a minute. Furthermore, the original name of the project was going to be Bitcoin Hex in the Bitcoin Hex, eh? That's an interesting take. Uh, as I mentioned, that, that, that usually crypto scammers seek to exploit the name of recognition. Again, you know, you'll see people do that whenever they use my name or image in the title of their videos or as they're trying to clout chase, you know, which is what that strategy would have been, essentially clout chasing off Bitcoin. Uh, but cleverly, he actually just, just shortened it and it still worked out. 
you know, for this for this big run up has absolutely nothing to do with with Bitcoin. And since it's built on the Ethereum network, but basically everyone by now has heard of Bitcoin and the massive success it has had. So he wanted to give the impression Hex was somehow related to it. Okay. When Lambo, of course, you're going to see some uh, ads here with exotic cars. No scam would be complete without advertising how rich people are getting along with some Lambo shilling. In addition to a bunch of exotic cars purportedly paid for with Hex winnings, there is a whole cache of items on the webpage. Clearly, this is a marketing technique to bring the quick, rich, get quick, get rich, quick hopefuls. Gotta say that right. Uh, so here's an ad bought with Hex and how Hex changes lives. Bought Lambo. Lambo bought with Hex. Okay. McLaren bought with Hex. Lambo bought with Hex. So supply reduction. This is really the crux, the crux of the brilliance of this scan. It's like Hotel California. Your money checks in, but it never checks out. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Hotel California. It's in Baja. It's, it, it's in basically like Baja, Mexico. Um, it's very unassuming. You know, I was doing this off-road race and we we're driving these challenge cars down the road and, you know, the, the lead car goes, by the way, that's Hotel California over there. And it's a very unassuming, basic looking rundown piece of shit right now. I don't know if they fix it since. Anyway, uh, the main product feature is to lock up your hex tokens for a chosen period of time with the rewards increasing along with a lockup period. Technically, hex converts to T-shares, which are just uh, computational efficiencies and reduces circulating supply figures but it isn't germane and the criticisms I make in this article. Okay. However, by incentivizing hex buyers to lock up their tokens, so it's like a GIC basically. Well, it's it's not called a guaranteed investment certificate, but uh, but they're basically saying like when you lock up, that's how you earn the money. Uh, for a number of years, number of years, eh? So, what do you do? You put in your twelve thousand five hundred dollars worth of hex in for two years, three years and heavily penalizing them if they unlock it early. It removes selling pressure and reduces the float. Again, clever, right? This provides the opportunity for the marketing efforts to have a more powerful effect since with more buyers and sellers, the price will be pressured upwards. This in turn lures in additional buyers catching the FOMO bug. Again, if you were one of the early guys that bought a shitload of this in those early buying bumps, uh, you're still ahead of the game, right? Because for the first while, that, that token did nothing. You know, it was the early buyers that got in and made the big, big bucks. I don't see that happen to anybody, you know, watching videos like this and going, oh yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm gonna throw in my life savings and I wanna get my 10,000% returns as well, right? Additional buyers, the goal of the court, the goal of this is of course, to remove, to remove as many retail sellers as possible from the process. So the only people who are left to sell are the earliest investors and promoters who have large bags and dump in a new entrance. Yeah, okay. Longer pays better. The key point is that early investors in every Ponzi and pyramid scheme make money along the principal, oh, sorry, along with the pinnacle scammer, and they will defend the product without bounds to protect their newfound wealth. The word, using the word staking, how does Hex make money? In short, it doesn't. This is where we really get into the crux of the scam. Let's compare the two models. Sorry, I gotta go big screen over here. I forgot to keep putting you guys back up. Uh, you don't see ETH creator Vitalik Buterin flashing Rolexes. No, you don't. I know his father actually, he was in EO Toronto. He had a, uh, a software company, I played chess with him a few times. Um, yeah. Makes a very good point. Um, you don't see that. 
do you? <clears throat> anyway, the banking model. When banks give you interest, so this is in relation to um, the two models. When, when banks give you interest, it stems from economic activity. A bank creates loans, earns fees from ATMs and services, and then pays you part of the profit. A commercial bank's basic business model is to capture and spread between short-term and long-term interest rates. They borrow short and lend long, and that's the core of their business and why they offer savings and check accounts in the first place. They leverage other people's money. While well, the entire banking system built on fiat currency is a big scam in itself at some point, too. Everyone is familiar with certificates of deposits. You put in dollars and you get more dollars back later. Banks don't offer CDs as an act of magnanimity. I always pronounce that word wrong. They exist for the benefit of the bank, just like savings and check its accounts do. Banks offer them because they can plan better around federally mandated capital requirements and lending portfolios, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so the HEX model. With HEX, there's no underlying economic activity happening at all. It's not even real interest. All the HEX contract code does is mint new inflationary tokens every year and then distributes the inflation to those who have agreed to lock theirs up. He says this whole scam could not work if the requirement was to lock up an asset and get paid interest on that asset for an asset that Richard Schuler didn't control and create out of thin air. Hmm. Where is the certificate of deposit that pays 40% or even 20% in Bitcoin or Ethereum? It can't exist. For those who lock up tokens and also get half the penalties from those who unlock their funds early or get this, forget to unlock their funds within two weeks of the agreed upon. Oh, so there's a window as well, eh? Schuler generously gives himself the other half. Ah, look at that. So if you don't follow what the code in the matrix says within the two week window, Schuler, the guy with the bag, gives himself the other half. So he takes half when you screw that part off. Okay, so in other words, the sole purpose of the hex contract is to redistribute value from some token holders to other token holders, all right? Inflation, it's never a good thing, but the case of proof of work, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum, it's necessary evil to incentivize miners to secure the network. You couldn't have a proof of work without it, especially before cryptocurrency became popular. As cryptocurrency adoption multiplied over the last decade, the growth and demand vastly outweighed the effects of inflation, so inflation wasn't an issue, and the price rose. However, the inflation in HEX does not stem from computer work in the form of electricity, like the case of Bitcoin or Ethereum. Inflation in the HEX system is completely arbitrary, unnecessary, and solely exists to create funds out of thin air to pay people. There's your airdrop. There, there's your free, right? Likewise, if Schuler and the hex, hexacans can rope enough new investors into the scheme to drive up the token price or keep it level, investors won't notice the effect of the inflation either. Now you can understand the vast marketing and shilling efforts. Everything else being equal, the expected sorry, rate of return in total hex capital from generating inflation is zero. You have more tokens, but each token is worth a little less. It's like cutting up a sandwich into smaller pieces. You don't have a bigger sandwich. When an equity security conducts a two-for-one stock split, there exists twice as many shares, but the total capacity stays the same because the share price is halved. Hex is like buying a foreign country's currency that only printed extra bills to pay interest. At some point, you have to convert it back to your own currency to spend it. When you make that conversion, supply and demand will reduce the value of what you thought you earned. He's making some good points here. There's nothing magical about the chosen inflation rate of 3.69%. It could have been one, three, sorry, one, two, five, or 10, or anything in between to create a different perceived rate of interest with differing levels of token dilution. When you grasp that concept, you realize how pointless hex really is. 
Schuler could have written the smart contract to say that every year a zero will be added to every locked account balance. Would anyone actually believe they were 10 times richer? Of course not. Why does a more subtle way that Hex uses the principle fool so many people? Mm. Fool's gold does not turn into real gold. So then in this section over here, uh, holy crap, this is going on for a long time. This is a lot to read. I think it's almost done. Um, my first super chat moved out of range. Trying again. I followed Richard Hart since 2017. I would like to come on stream and go through the article with you. Can I join? Uh, I'm not. I'm not interested in having a debate, dude. I'm just. I'm just sharing some experiences, man. Um, again, if you guys want to do this, if you guys want to pile your life savings into something that that makes these absurd promises, when 88% of the uh, available supply appears to be held by one person, go for it. I don't care. It it it, it doesn't change my world. Okay. Where I take issue is when somebody uses my good name and my brand to, 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 to shill crap. It's not a playing to win model. This is a get rich quick scheme, you know? And there, like, again, like I said at the beginning, there are no ways that I'm aware of legitimately to get rich quick. Every overnight success, every overnight success that I know of leading up to that success, to that point where you're like, wow, that's like a, that's like a big thing. Minimum a decade. But there's promises here on 10,000% over what appears to be a couple of years. Um, what effectively makes a Ponzi scheme uh, from the SEC? Okay, well, the hex token, a funded address count, centralization. Okay, let's, yeah, let's go through the ownership part. All this stuff over here is uh, like the address counts, what makes it a Ponzi scheme, uh, centralization. Like, I don't even know if the, like, the thing about the author here is is you're not in a position to decide this because ultimately regulators and policymakers will decide whatever they want. If if they want to go on a witch hunt, if they want to let something go, they'll do it, right? So we'll see what happens over time, I guess. Anyway, let's talk about the centralization part and the ownership. Uh, so this guy apparently likes to talk about how Bitcoin or the blockchains are so centralized. So he says over here, people think Bitcoin is decentralized. Check this out. In 2019 to 2022, it's even more centralized now than in 2019. 42% of all Bitcoin is in just about 2,000 addresses. <laughs> uh, but somebody owns 88% of HEX. So there you go, pot calling the kettle black. Uh, the irony is apparently lost on him, but the reality, he is just preying on people's ignorance to be unaware that he created a huge number of wallets to hold his own HEX stash to give the illusion of decentralization. Remember all those first year features we discussed above? Uh, they were important to explain how he has so much hex in this next section. Okay, so this is on the holding. So Etherscan, so how much hex does Hart own or control? Etherscan provides a tool to look up the top 500 token holders. Almost all of were created in blocks on the same day, within the same hour. Interesting. You think some, you think this is one person? Try to find a single account in the top 150 that wasn't fund, that wasn't funded by the origin account. Okay, that's interesting. Furthermore, there's a whole block of accounts that all have the same exact amount in them. Yeah, you guessed it, all funded by the same origin account. So 
on the blockchain for those of you that aren't aware it does like it has a it has a, a, a sequence of code okay so it doesn't say you know line 190 this sequence of code is owned by rich cooper it, it doesn't have that it, it just has sequence of code ip and then you know some other very very basic information sorry let's go back to full screen for you guys uh ethereum address okay so check out this ethereum address with funds originating oh wait sorry i missed the paragraph in fact i couldn't find a single ether account list of 500 from randomly checking that had any activity beyond just funding hex g suspicious so it's a one-time transfer in the top 500 from one origin account it seems uh, then check out this ethereum address with funds originating from a money laundering mixer all paying the gas fee on 200 accounts each worth 350 to 400 million dollars in hex tokens so you can see for yourself and do the math so he's connect i'm, I'm not going to start clicking through all this shit over here um these simple observations show that richard controls a majority of the entire supply of hex his laziness to use a single account to fund the gas fees on 200 other massive accounts is much appreciated because it made the analysis much easier to collate so how much hex does he control in total i originally speculated from the above points that an automated account analysis program would show his ownership of up to 80%. Well, as it would turn out, someone has actually managed to collate the addresses funded by the origin address, and Richard's token database shows he controls 88% of all hacks. Imagine you, like one person controls 88% of the earth, and then the other 8 billion people have to live on 12% of it. Just... Again, brilliant and stupid all at the same time. Uh, anyway, if Hart himself uh, didn't want to pay 20% founder's tax on a coin, then why does he deem it acceptable for you to pay an 88% founder's tax? He didn't even attempt to make the product remotely fair, and he's playing anyone who buys into it for fools. I'll note that he can't get that value out of the system unless there's a lot of future suckers buying in to prop up the price while he's unloading which is why the marketing efforts are more broad than you typically see for a cryptocurrency. But why obfuscate his holdings? There would be fewer hex token buyers if everyone knew he controlled so much and the main point of the token was to enrich himself. I think you know the answer. Again, one dude owns 88% of planet Earth and the other 8 billion people have to stay on 12%. Why is the hex rate 40%? 40% number comes from a requirement that only people who lock up their funds get inflation, get paid the inflation, and currently only about 10%. Now, I thought that this was dodgy before I read all this, okay? Like, once you start to read all this stuff, and then they start to point to some of these facts, you're like, yeah, spidey senses are working. I can I could spot bullshit. You know, bullshit detectors working real good. Calibrate those things. Anyway, uh, as we showed, he owns 80% of the token pool and he has not locked them up in order to keep the advertised rate high. There's only proposed, uh, sorry, the only purpose these tokens serve and since he didn't pay for them, losing 3.69% of their value every year to inflation is of no consequence if it attracts more buyers clamoring for the 40% APY and therefore drives up the price for higher, far higher than his inflation losses. Yeah, he's playing the spread there. What is that, a 36% spread? Anyway, this is a two-way street, of course, since 90% is freely available. Your biggest risk is that large quantities of hex will be dumped and the price of the token will drop to a level far lower than your cost basis and inflation earnings. 
thought experiment and improved hex without a rug pull problems with the size of hex hex price stats what about is um false analogy to bitcoin well he already covered that when he was talking about how it's built on ethereum <clears throat> okay so let's go to what does hex crypto actually do and what's its purpose so Ask yourself, what innovation does Hex add to the table aside from being a self-enrichment scam? Bitcoin's purpose wasn't to furnish its users with investment returns, which is Hex's only purpose. Bitcoin was invented to facilitate digital payments and solved a double spending problem for digital money. Accurate. Bitcoin was the genesis of cryptocurrency and it didn't require sending the founder money to participate in it. Also facts. Bitcoin is also disinflationary and has a fixed terminal supply. Fact. Hex is none of that, and anyone can clone it with a few mouse clicks. See Rex. I guess that's another click-through where it'll take you to another token, for instance, on the Binance smart chain with lower gas fees. So what does Hex do? Spawns more Hex. Anyone can write a contract to do that. Schuler saw that other scammers were getting rich creating scam coins and just wanted to be on the action. He only had a little more thought on the... Okay. Um, is Hex a good investment? Okay. Okay, well, this is his last paragraph, so let's read it. So in conclusion, is Hexcoin token review summary, is Hex a good investment? If you've made it this far, you will likely reach the answer that Hex is not a good investment. The biggest problem with Hex is that interest is being paid, but the token doesn't generate revenue. So the only place money can come from is other investors. That's a Ponzi scheme, no matter how you spin, how much spin you put on it, and boy, there's a lot of spin laid on thick. Over time, Hex will need to bring an average of five to, six, five to six billion in capital each year to keep the token price level at today's price. So they have to sucker in five to six billion dollars each year from persuadables to keep it at today's price is what this author is saying. That's a tall order. Yeah, tell me about it. Surely plenty of existing investors will defer selling their interest tokens and will lock them up for additional time making the new capital requirements a fraction lower. But the additional supply will continue to stack up until eventually it gets sold onto the market. Is there a guarantee of this 40%? Because that number could, and I mean, in my mind, the way that I'm reading this, the way that it's structured, they could change that very easily at any given time. Furthermore, the HEX is the largest smart contract uh, token because the founder backed in a lot of perks and loopholes for himself leading to an obscene 88% ownership of all HEX tokens today. I mean, like, that alone for me is a, it's a, it's a total, total no-brainer, guys. One person owns 88% of the planet Earth and wants 8 billion people to live on 12%. That just doesn't make any sense. It's great for him. <laughs> Try to go into the mindset of someone who creates an investment product but didn't actually contribute his own capital to obtain that level of ownership. Who's he really trying to make rich, you or himself? While Hart li likely won't rug pull because a smart parasite doesn't kill its host, he will dump his massive holdings into, onto the masses over time in order to cash out if he is successful in gaining wider adoption through the extent of marketing efforts. Um, from what I understand, I think there's billions of dollars, if I'm not mistaken, in hex, um, what is the market cap on this fucking thing over here? It's currently, so market cap is 47 billion. No, no, that's diluted. 
current market cap is 12 billion. There's billions of dollars of this shit. That's insane. Um, 88% ownership. So he owns 88% of that. 88% fucking 12 billion. What is that? Fucking 10% and change, man. Anyway, I uh, try to go to the mindset of someone who creates an investment product but didn't actually contribute his own capital. Okay. Uh, well, Hart likely won't rug pull. We talked about the parasite thing. Additionally, Hart's large social media following led to a lot of people to get on, on the ground floor and also stand to make a lot of money from future buyers and therefore contribute to the shilling and advertising effort through social media. When a token has gained 2000X in two years as a result of marketing and manipulation, there are a lot of people who have contributed minimal amounts of their own capital but are showing a life-changing account balance and are counting off the days until their lockup period ends and they can sell to someone else and realize that massive gain. There's not enough liquidity for that. Fuck, I mean, even I can see that. Um, these are the people who are not going to tell you to hold off on buying it. It's best not to ask the ones who benefit from your ignorance whether you should buy. As such, the only rebuttal from Hex Shillers about why Hex isn't a scam seems to be because their account balance has gone up since they bought in. People also thought they were getting rich with BitConnect, mentioned that already, which peaked at number seven and still trades, and Bernie Madoff. Go look up BitConnect. Um, there's lots of videos on YouTube about it, documenting you know the entire process. Um, you know, they had an army of shillers, man. There was a lot of people shilling BitConnect. I remember because I was looking at it at, at the time back in 2017. I'm like, this is interesting. And then they started making absurd promises similar to what you see over there. And you start to like, it's like an onion. You start to kind of peel it back. And then when you get back, you know, through the layers and you start to cry when you see what you're dealing with. BitConnect was a fucking mess. A lot of people lost a shit ton of money with that. Uh, the same scenario will pan out with the majority of Hex investors, which is what I, that's what the Spidey senses were telling me when I saw this guy at first. Yes, uh, you too can make money in scams if you buy earlier than the majority and sell before they do, but, but is Hex worth investing in for that point alone? Only if you like to perpetuate scams and are sure that you aren't the last sucker buying at the top. The trouble with these kinds of schemes is that Usually by the time you find out about them, you are one of the later investors buying close to the end of the line while early investors are selling their bags to you. It's right in the memed. You're being punked. So that's an article uh, on wantfi.com titled Richard Hart's Hex Token is a Brilliant Scam. Let's have a quick look here at the chat and see if there's anything I missed. Um... Oh, this guy again. Okay, I don't intend to debate you on your points in the article. Simply would like to give you more background information and give you more details. For example, how the NASCAR got sponsored. It doesn't matter, dude. The things, you know, the things built out. I've already... <laughs> people, people ego invest in some of the dumbest shit. Like, this is like, this is no different. This guy's obviously a promoter, right? I mean, like, he's not going to come and tell me that I'm uh, wrong. He wants to sell you something, right? You know, it's, I don't know. I'm not even going to get into it. Fuck it. Life's too short. <laughs> I mean, if you can't see it by now, if you can't see it by now, you are out to lunch. All right. I don't see any more. Do, do, do. No, that's it.
All right, so there you have it, guys. Um, you do what you want with it. You know, at the end of the day, you want to try to get rich quick. Don't listen to me. Pile it all in. Sell the farm. Sell the house. Sell a kidney. <laughs> Just get in and sacrifice and stake that shit, man, for your 40%. Get rich quick in two years, man. So turn, turn 12,500 into $62 million, 62 and a half million. Anyway, I'll see you guys in the next one. I think I'm going to disable comments on this because I don't want to deal with any of the bullshit uh, from like the crypto nerds. See you guys in the next one. Peace out.